0: Who's Ready to rock today, Fire Nation, JLD here, and welcome to episode 1717, that's 1717 of EO Fire, where I chat with today's most inspiring entrepreneurs seven days a week. Everyone is scared of losing Fire Nation, but in my book, I teach you how to finally win. Visit howtofinallywin.com to learn how to create your dream life one step at a time. Now let's chat with today's featured guest, Cheryl Malden. Cheryl, are you prepared to ignite?
1: I am so ready, John. Let's do it.
0: (laughs) Cheryl is an entrepreneur, keynote speaker, and business coach. She is the founder of Elite Women in Business, which helps women leave their burned-out careers to start a business. She's built the business and life of her dreams and helps her clients do the same. Cheryl, take a minute, fill in some gaps from
1: that intro, and give us a little glimpse of your personal life. Thanks, John. I'm really excited to be here with you today. You know, I've been an entrepreneur since the age of 18, and until 2015, that was really always a side business while I worked in corporate America. And in 2015, that business sold, and at that point, I started a consulting company that today generates multiple six figures. Last year, I started this premium coaching service so that I could help other women realize their dreams. Uh, But most importantly, I'm mom to three beautiful, intelligent, independent daughters, and they are absolutely the why behind everything that I do. Now, Cheryl, break it down for us today. What is your area of expertise? How would you break that down? You know, my area of expertise and what I consider myself to be world class at is being able to reverse engineer goals. So when I work with a business or a coaching client and they tell me the outcome that they desire, I'm able to really help them just reverse engineer and back into those goals with small, actionable steps that they take consistently over time to achieve those goals.
0: Well, something that we don't know about goals. Give us a value bomb, a tip, tool, a tactic that can really maybe help break us out of our shell here.
1: People tend to set these huge goals. I really admire those people that set large goals. But they also tend to do one of two things over time. They either get overwhelmed with the enormity of the goal, or it's taking quite a while to achieve that goal, and, and they just give up. Um, and when you're able to Break that down into what is it that I need to do today to take me one day closer to that goal and you just do that consistently day after day. It it breaks down that overwhelm and gets you out of that stuck comfort zone and just takes you slowly step by step toward that goal.
0: Yeah, I think that's one reason why the Freedom Journal has been so helpful for a lot of people, because it's just focusing on that day one step closer. It's that compound effect, Fire Nation, that it might not feel like you did a ton in 15 days, but when you look back and you say, oh, wow, I've actually come quite a far way. And Cheryl, let me know what you think about this quote. I believe it was uh, Peter Drucker who said it. But people overestimate what they can accomplish in a year and greatly underestimate what they can achieve in a decade. Is that kind of where you were talking about with that initial overwhelm?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. It's, you know, you almost can't see the forest for the trees sometimes when you are setting these, these big, hairy, audacious goals, and you just have to break it down into chunks. I like to break mine down into 100 day goals. Mm. So that actually made the Freedom Journal perfect for me.
0: Yay. So Cheryl, let's talk about one of your worst entrepreneurial moments, you know, scratch that. Let's talk about your worst entrepreneurial moment. I want you to take us to that moment in time that you really believe was the worst experience you've had in business as an entrepreneur to date, and really rip that bandit off and just share that story with us?
1: You know, by far, my my worst moment was actually a perfect storm that happened in 2015. My youngest daughter was about to graduate high school. I had the side business that was 10 years old. And the company that I had worked for, for almost two decades, was sold and reorganized. And I had started the side business in 2005, and when all of these major life changes were happening, uh, I was 10 years into this business. From the outside, it looked very successful. I was in high demand. My schedule was booked solidly. I had won some accolades and awards. Mm. But I'll tell you, from the inside of that business, the view was really very different for me. I was working seven days a week, often 16 to 20 hours a day. And I really had never put a plan in place to plan what kind of boundaries I wanted for that business. So I had contacts contacting me at all hours of the night, and I was literally always open for business. I was crazy busy, but honestly, I felt like I was on a treadmill that I really just couldn't get off of. I did not have days off. My family couldn't take a vacation. And I really had no idea how to unplug from that business to take care of myself and to recharge myself. And then to make matters worse, even though I was working like crazy, I wasn't taking a paycheck from the business, Mm. which, you know, sounds crazy, but I had continued to reinvest back in that business because I had the comfort of a, a real job on this, you know, a real paycheck coming in from the nine to five. But the truth is you know, that business was absolutely running me instead of the other way around. And I really felt like I was just dying on the inside and knew, you know, this isn't my path to personal freedom. It's not my path to financial freedom. And after 10 years of investing time, energy, money, I was really just physically, mentally, creatively, and emotionally exhausted. I was near $300,000 in debt. Wow. And I owned a business that I just didn't even love anymore. And so when you coupled that with the fact that I was soon to have an empty nest, you know, my corporate America job was was restructuring and then the sad state of my side business for me, that is absolutely the worst moment as an entrepreneur, realizing that 10 years of my life had been spent on a business that couldn't be my plan B, Um and that it wasn't going to be sustainable.
0: So share what lesson you learned from that experience, Cheryl, but then also follow up by saying and maybe sharing what you did to kind of start to extricate yourself from that situation to kind of start moving in that right direction.
1: You know, what I learned uh, from that business is that You really have to design your business around the life and the lifestyle that you want to live. And when I did not do that, that business consumed all parts of my life. And the other thing is, um, probably more importantly, is that from day one, you have to have a profit plan. And I didn't do that you know, I always relied back on my salary from the corporate job. So I wasn't concerned about that profit plan. And then when I needed that business to be my plan B, it it just wasn't even possible. Um, So those are definitely the lessons that I learned. But I'll tell you that You know, for for any business, when you start a new business, I think something like 50% fail in the first four years. I think the statistic is 3% actually make it to the fifth year. And I think I can contribute what happened to me to what happens to a lot of business owners is they either start out with the wrong plan or the lack of a plan to have a sustainable and profitable business. And when I started my coaching business, I saw people who really genuinely wanted to make a change in their life and become an entrepreneur. But they were just so overwhelmed that they would just start the business without those foundational planning steps. And, you know, there's so much digital noise out there, you know, buy this perfect sales funnel, uh, you know, all these get rich quick schemes that it's really easy for people to get certainly overwhelmed
0: let me jump in here cheryl because you made the comments that you are investing back in the business back in the business what's the good balance there because i know a lot of people struggle with that very thing like i'm making money do i take money out or how much do i invest back in because i want this to grow you know just take 30 seconds here but kind of give us what your best practices are today
1: you know, my best practice today is that I'm really fortunate that in my consulting business, I have an 80% profit margin. So I am able to pay myself a really nice, comfortable salary and still have uh, 5% put back for emergencies, 10% put back for future business growth and investments. And I try to keep the operating expenses between 20 and 30%. Um, for me, that works. I would say that you really need twenty to thirty percent profit margin, so that you're able to do all of those things, plan for emergencies, and sustain your business for the for the long haul. Fire Nation, there's is a great book by
0: past guest Michael McCallowitz, Profit First. Definitely check it out. It's a great book for entrepreneurs. Lays out some specifics, some guidance to kind of piggyback on what Cheryl was just talking about. Now, Cheryl, let's do a little bit of a shift and let's talk about one of your greatest ideas today to take us to one of these aha moments that made you who you are today and tell us that story.
1: You know, I think that story probably starts with the story of my worst entrepreneur entrepreneurial moment ended. And, you know, with all the changes that were going on in my life and having that, you know, absolute horrible realization that um, this business I'd put so much time and energy into was just not going to sustain itself, my future looked a little shaky. And I knew at that moment I had some really, really big decisions to make. And I did have options, but the options that I could immediately see I really didn't like that much. You know, I could have stayed in my current job which would have taken me from a C-suite job with a comfortable salary to middle management. And honestly, it was a career that after 14 years in that same position I was quite burned out with anyway. Or I could start over in a new company doing pretty much the same thing. <clears throat> or I could try to continue to work on this photography business and and help that um, be my future plan. But what I decided was that, you know, that was the perfect time to take charge of my own life and my own future. And I had stayed in that corporate job for so long because it was safe. It was comfortable. It allowed me to provide a stable home life for my daughters and ensure that I could pay for things like college tuition and the things they needed, you know, that's really just what moms do. But at this point I was 49 years old and my children really didn't need me as much um, as they had when they were younger. They were all starting, you know, their own adult lives. And I really did not want to keep doing that same thing day after day, um, going to that same burned out career, whether it be in the same company or a new company. So when I looked at that situation, I knew this really was my opportunity, and I had been investing with a mentor and a business coach for about a year and a half at that point, point. and I think from that, I had learned that there really are no impossibilities when you believe in your success, and so I started a consulting company that would allow me to do what I considered myself to be a subject matter matter expert at, doing what I loved, working with clients I loved, and that could bring me uh, to shape my own ideal life. And within 12 months, I was earning four times my corporate salary and was actually debt free. So I had created for myself both personal freedom and time freedom, and that's because I made a plan to make that happen. And I think, really, the investment in a coach and the continuing education is really what allowed me to see that I had so many other options. Sure. What's the one takeaway? What do you want to make sure Fire
0: Nation gets from your aha moment?
1: When people are faced with possibilities, uh, you can rise up to the challenge or you can stay in your comfort zone. And sometimes it's really scary when you're faced with change. Uh, when you're faced with um, starting a business, that you have absolutely no guarantees. But what I've really found for those people that are starting a business is that um, there are really four keys. One is to have a solid business idea, and that is a business that delivers the services or products, that serves the wants and needs of your ideal market, That You are doing something you're very good at, that you enjoy doing every day, and that people will pay you for. Number two, you have to serve the right people. You need to target a very narrow niche so that you know your ideal customer inside and out. You cannot be everything to everyone. When you try to do that, you really end up serving no one. But when you narrow down to a specific niche and invest the time to develop an ideal customer avatar, you end up with customers and clients that you enjoy working with, that you add value to, and you build real meaningful relationships. Number three – You have to have a a vision for your business that's bigger than just making money. So this is when you're really able to design the kind of life and the lifestyle that you want to live, whatever that really means to you. Your business then fits inside your life instead of taking over your life. And for me personally, in my business, that vision is helping other people build their dreams and being able to support the causes that I believe in while also having personal and time freedom. But four, and and for me, probably most importantly, is invest early in a business coach and mentoring. People who invest in coaching and commit to lifelong learning are about four times more likely to succeed as an entrepreneur. And hiring a business coach really is not the first thing that most people think about when they start a business, but they really should because this is not – Someone who's just going to occasionally give you a pep talk. They they don't have a magic wand to create instantaneous success, but they provide three really important things. And that is subject matter expertise that you do not have, accountability and guidance. And having a coach that can bring you that unbiased opinion about your business and help you reverse engineer into your business goals, um, it really helps you level up. And I can tell you that from working with coaches and and mentors, I always get a return on that investment.
0: One thing that I'll say is, if you, Fire Nation, have any ideas or aspirations of becoming a mentor or coach sometime down the road, you have to ask yourself this question that actually I was asked by a mentor when I was kind of balking back at the beginning of my journey because it wasn't a cheap investment. And I was just kind of thinking, I was like, you know, I just don't know if this is the right time for me financially, et cetera. And he said, Joel, let me ask you a question. Like, Do you ever want to be mentoring people for X number of dollars per month? And I said, well, yeah. He's like, well, do you think you'll ever be able to mentor somebody for X number of dollars per month if you've never invested X number of dollars per month in your own mentorship? And that kind of gave me this mindset shift of, You know, I owe this to my future mentees and people that I coach to make this investment in myself so that they can get the most out of what they're investing in with me and my knowledge. So just kind of a little bit of a mindset shift there, Fire Nation. And speaking of mindset shifts, Cheryl's got plenty of those for us in the lightning round. And we'll be right back after we thank our sponsors. You know what's really frustrating? It can sometimes be a little embarrassing. When you spend a lot of time and bandwidth creating something you're sure is going to work and then it bombs. Kind of like when you create a Facebook ad for a client or for your own business and the money goes out but nothing comes back in. Losing money, no matter whose it is, is no fun. And when you're working with clients, losing their trust is definitely not something you want to do. So why struggle trying to figure it out on your own when you can just copy Billy Jean? My friend Billy Jean is hosting a free training where he's going to select a random attendee and then build an entire Facebook advertising campaign from scratch the ad copy, the landing pages, and everything in between. He's also going to show you the same process he's used working with some of the world's largest franchises to get ROI. Claim your spot today at INeedThisTraining.com. That's INeedThisTraining.com. Fire Nation, my three greatest strengths are productivity, discipline, and focus, and it took me four years to master these skills, and they are the reason that I've been able to build EO Fire into a multi-million dollar a year business, good news, I've created a step-by-step guide for you to master these three skills as well in 100 days. It's called The Mastery Journal. Master productivity, discipline, and focus in 100 days. To learn more and begin your journey of mastering these skills, visit themasteryjournal.com. Cheryl, are you ready to rock the lightning rounds? I am ready, (laughs) let's do it. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur?
1: It's a common answer I know that you hear all the time, but it really was fear, and that fear was failing my daughters. I was so afraid of stepping out there and then not being able to provide for them as a single mom that it really – it kept me paralyzed for making a decision to, to really do anything different. And that fear kept me inside my comfort zone, strapped to that comfortable corporate salary. And I think because of all of those things, I always played small and never really took any risks.
0: Fire Nation, take that fear and realize that that fear is obviously probably real for a real reason. Do you think that you'll actually fail because of that fear, because of your daughters that now won't you know, have the kind of home and security and comfort that you know they need? No, that's the reason why you will win, because of that fear, because you won't give up until you make that happen.
1: Now, Cheryl, what's the best advice you've ever received? Well, we've talked about the coaching and mentoring, but the best advice that I ever received was invest 10% of your income back into yourself through personal development. And I really have committed to be a lifelong learner and have been really fortunate to mentor or receive coaching from some of the very best minds in entrepreneurship and the leading influencers of today. And for that, I'm truly grateful. But when I was just starting out, I started with free resources like EO Fire. And as I made more money, of course, I was able to invest in um, education and conferences and business coaches. And um, this year, I will invest five figures back into myself and my business um, by hiring a personal coach and participating in a mastermind and some various uh, conferences. And I can tell you, That every single dollar I have invested has always come back to me compounded.
0: What's a personal habit that
1: contributes to your success? I focus on output before input. I get up every morning between 4.30 and 5 o'clock, and I get up with intention. For the top three goals that I'm currently working on, I determine what are the three things that I need to accomplish today to get closer to those 100-day goals. And like I said before, I actually use the Freedom Journal to plot that out and track my progress. And then I go to work. Uh, first thing, I get into my first priority. I put in a solid solid 90-minute jam mm-hmm. session. I take a little break, about 10 minutes. It's a 45-minute mark. And I really try to do two of these every single morning, these zone of genius sessions, before I ever shower or leave the house for whatever I have to do that day. And so when I say a focus on output before input, that means I'm not checking email, social media, returning calls, looking at text until I have knocked out that first 90-minute session of work. And I end my jam session morning with 15 to 30 minutes of personal development. Uh, Typically, I'm listening to podcasts as a driver, get ready for work. And, you know, this really allows me to do the things that matter most to my business. And to make sure that every single day I'm working on my business instead of in my business. And for me, this has been a game changer for both focus and productivity. And honestly, I think I get more work done before 8 a.m. than most people do all day long.
0: Oh, that's my phrase i love it and except for the zone of genius i say zone of fire because there you, you go know, that's my brand but i love that and i love that also that quote output focus on the output not the input because use that best time of the day when your mind is fresh as fire edition to create content not just to consume consume and in other people's agendas which are
1: email social media one internet resource cheryl to share with us You know, for me, uh, Trello is the bomb. I use it to manage projects, uh, manage my workflow, collaborate with others. I onboard new clients through it. Uh, My team is able to collaborate through it. I plan my product launches and actually reverse engineer my goals in there. So it's Mm. actually a tool I use every single day.
0: The Bomb, Jam Sessions, you must really pick up a lot of good vernacular from your daughters, and they must like talking to you, Cheryl, because you got some hip lingo. Way to go.
1: Yeah, I I think it's all of those years of hanging out with my daughters and all of their teenage friends. I <laughs> love that. Recommend one book and why, Cheryl? You know, for me, it is The Compound Effect by Darren Hardy. I think that was the very first book that I completely and fully ingested and actually actually implemented all of the steps, and it's had such an impact on my personal and professional life. And it's really where I learned the concept of reverse engineering goals and that power of taking small actions consistently over time that, just like compound interest, um, helps you Achieve whatever goal you have in mind, from growing your business to accumulating wealth. And I honestly attribute attribute a lot of my success to the tools that I picked up in that book.
0: Let's end on fire. Give us one quick parting piece of guidance, the best way that we can connect with you, and then we'll say goodbye.
1: It's really never too late to pursue your dream. The barrier to entry into owning your own business has never been lower or easier. And I always say hedge your bet by investing in a business success coach and entrepreneurs that do that are really four times more likely to build a successful and profitable business. So hire a coach early and continue to invest in mentoring every single year. And, you know, John, the the one thing that I really admire about you and about EO Fire is that you're always and consistently bringing value. So I wanted to be sure that I showed up today and brought some value to your listeners. So I actually have a free course that will help your listeners incorporate what we talked about today that I would love to share with them. The course will help them test their new business or product idea really refine their ideal customer avatar and build that life plan that their business will fit into. Um, It's a great course. Even if you're not starting a new business, I think we all continue to learn about our customers and niche down over time. And this will help your listeners do that. Fire Nation can access the free course at EliteWomenInBusiness.org And you can connect with me on Facebook at elitewomenandbusiness.club.
0: Fire Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. You've been hanging out with CM and JLD today, so keep up the heat. And head over to EOFire.com, just type Cheryl, that's C-H-E-R-Y-L, in the search bar. Her show notes page will pop right up, and these are the best show notes in the biz. Timestamps, links galore. And of course, head over to EliteWomenInBusiness.Club in business.org for that free course. And Cheryl, thank you for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. For that, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thanks, John. Hey, Fire Nation. Hope you enjoyed our chat with Cheryl today and knock over that domino. Start your chain reaction of awesome with The Freedom Journal at thefreedomjournal.com. Use promo code podcast as a little thank you for listening to my podcast for a nice little discount and I will catch you there, Fire Nation or I'll catch you on the flip side. My friend, Billy Jean, is hosting a free training where he's going to build an entire Facebook advertising campaign from scratch. The ad copy, the landing pages, and everything in between. Why struggle trying to figure out Facebook ads on your own when you can just copy Billy Jean? Claim your spot today at Ineedthistraining.com. That's Ineedthistraining.com.